0: what's up everybody welcome back to the omega metroid podcast i am dak once again joined by my man Duminal, as we uh we bring this saga to an end right we had control of the show for three episodes and andy will be back next week to uh talk some more metroid but we still got the show we're still running it here so how you doing man how's it been pretty
1: good but uh unfortunately for you we're not going to be able to talk about uh that new trailer that dropped because as everyone already knows I'm going in cold turkey or as least at least as much as I can to dread I did have I did have a little minor part spoil I don't think it was a big deal though I'm not going to tell anyone what it is but yeah I posted that in the <laughs> um in the backstage thing so
0: you already know what that is Yeah don't spoil everyone on the thing you were spoiled on it would definitely be the move yeah, so next next episode, Andy will be back, and Andy and I will be talking about the latest trailer. I think we'll be talking about the trailer before that as well, because I don't know if we got to that yet. But if we did, regardless, we will be talking about the latest trailer, which dropped, which had a ton of awesome stuff in it, and so much more, which we will be saving for next week, which will be a spoiler-filled episode. So if you're avoiding Metroid Dread spoilers, uh, just keep that in mind. That said, yeah, Andy will be back, uh, and in the meantime... Myself and Duminal are going to be talking some more Metroid in the form of a Q&A. We're taking some questions, we got some questions, and now we got some Metroid answers. Uh, a bunch of you on Twitter and in our Discord server, listeners of the show, sent us some questions to answer here on this week's episode, so we're going to be doing that. We're also going to be, uh, I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing this week. So uh, the only, only thing that we, I guess we should mention, as you said, that big trailer did drop so that was, I mean, that was a pretty big, it, it's its the continuation of a lot of advertising for Metroid Dread and a lot of different stuff that they're, you know, releasing media wise, trailers and, and artwork and the Dread reports, there's a lot of stuff coming out to really push this game.
1: Yeah, and it's certainly not going to be the end. I mean, we talked about this in the last podcast, but I mean, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct in September, it's pretty much inevitable, not confirmed, but... I'm like 99% sure there's going to be a direct and I'm sure that there's going to be another trailer that's going to make whatever the spoilers were in the last trailer look like child's play. It's probably going to go even further. So yeah, it's getting certainly getting more uh difficult playing uh playing the Cold Circuit game, but I'm determined, damn it.
0: Yeah, well, I more power to you, man. I immediately watched that trailer, so I have no discipline whatsoever. <laughs> and I and I'm I'm glad I did. But either way, uh looking forward to talking about that trailer next week but today we have a bunch of questions to get to so let's uh let's not delay because we do have a lot and in fact we aren't going to be getting to everybody's um some of you did you know submit multiple questions so we tried to do just like one question per person we might not get to everybody's question but we do appreciate you all submitting them in our discord server and a couple on Twi- twitter as well so thank you so much for listening thank you so much for sending your questions so we'll see how we'll see how many we can get to in the hour here and we have a lot of good ones so without any further delight let's do it our first question here and i like this one because i i this i don't know if we've actually talked about this on the show really but quade sends us with the popularity of randomizers do you think metroid dread will have a randomizer mode so, I mean, I, I personally don't think it will, but I think it would be cool if it did. What do you think?
1: I could have sworn Andy and I answered a question very similar to this when we did a and a episode, actually. Or, no, you know what? No, no. Someone asked me, someone asked us if we thought that there would be post-launch content. And one of the things that I suggested gotcha. was a randomizer, because uh, I thought that that would be really cool. But uh, but yeah, so do I think there's actually going to be a randomizer? No, but like that would be like that would be like my first uh, that would be my first thing cuz i think it would be really really cool and especially cuz dread it seems to be going back to that more kind of a super metroid exploration style and obviously super metroid is the big game that's associated with randomizers so i don't know i think it would go hand in hand with each other
0: yeah i, I think it would be really cool to to have a randomizer i definitely don't think it's going to happen but it would certainly be a mode that'd be cool in really any metroid game like officially I think stuff like that to be officially in a game like really does go a long way in like getting people interested in that kind of gameplay and, you know, legitimizing it in the eyes of many different audiences. So, yeah, I think that would be cool. Um, next question. Dave Wayne 09. What's your favorite Metroid related fan project? Uh, examples would be, you know, Lego creations or music covers. My favorite is the short fan film. The sky calls from a few years ago. That was so well done. And epic. Um, personally, for me, I feel like, and it's actually pretty, you know, relevant to what's happened recently. My favorite fan creation recently, and and maybe overall, was Prime 2D. I thought that was really awesome. I had so much fun with that. That was that was one of the the best Metroid gaming experiences that I've had in the past few years. So aside from obviously Metroid Dread itself being you know debuting and being revealed but i love that and it's unfortunately been taken down and whatnot and in see indeed but i really liked prime 2d
1: yeah it's a really unfortunate that we're not being able to see the full scope of that project but even that small demo you got like you said it's so much love put into it it's so like that's like one of the things that really stands out to me is that it definitely takes influence from prime but at the same time it does so much it does so much unique stuff on its own to the point where like it feels like almost a new game, with the exception of like the general areas and themes of the game, like everything from the music to like you know the boss fights, without going into any spoilers or anything like that. Right. But yeah, it, it has its own unique flavor on it, just besides the fact that it's in two D. Um, that being said, I'm gonna go in a very similar direction to you, but instead of uh, Prime Two D, I have to go with Am Two R, as it is quite literally my right. second favorite Metroid game. Um, including like all the mainline entries like outside of prime like am2r is like such a it's not just good for a fan game it's just an amazing game all around it's a game that i've replayed constantly um i might even you know we were just talking about randomizers i've been thinking of doing the am2r randomizer pretty recently so i might so i might just stream that uh, if i have time but yeah am2r definitely my favorite fan creation
0: yeah when i saw this question i was like oh the 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 obvious answer to this is am2r or prime 2d or something like that and and the lego you know creations as dave wayne had uh, david uh had mentioned right like the lego creations or short films like those are also go-tos as well but yeah am2r prime 2d i think those would probably be the 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 most popular picks for fan favorite metroid fan creations um all right next one from metroid 35 if you could have any hey, director what's up, Isabel? yes yeah how's it going and also again congratulations on putting the zine together and and all the the traction that's been getting i'm sure a ton of people are gonna be really happy when they get their hands on it is i'm gonna be one of those people so uh, same very much looking forward to that yeah if you could have any director or studio make a metroid movie or series who would it be and why Oh, um, easy. The Castlevania studio. Get them to do yeah. a Metroid anime. Oh, nice. Yeah, you gotta have them do that. I think they've actually said they wanted to do that, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think it was either the director or, like, one of the artists on that show said that the if they could choose one project to work on, it would be Metroid in a somewhat similar style to Castlevania,
0: which I would absolutely love to see. That would be sick. I think Metroid would be really good for an anime. That's something where you can just let the animation do the talking right and just have awesome visuals you don't have to have like a ton of dialogue i think it worked really well for metroid the
1: the only Uh, thing that i would change is my one criticism of the castlevania show is that it you know the castlevania soundtrack is phenomenal i think anyone that plays castlevania can agree on that but the show doesn't really utilize those soundtracks outside of a couple of leitmotifs on occasion if if we were to get a metroid show like i would like, please, just reference that soundtrack. Like, create original themes, too, but, like, you know, create a create a Metroid-sounding soundtrack, at the very least, even for the original themes.
0: I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, definitely having new kind of renditions of them for the show specifically would be awesome. I, I was thinking about this from the movie director perspective. So I was thinking of two directors I would love to have do a Metroid movie. Uh, first, I was thinking uh, George Miller. Because I just, when I think of a, a Metroid movie, I think like Mad Max Fury Road is a pretty good template. You know like what? I can, I can see could that
1: actually. Now that yeah, you say th- that, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I've always thought that like Fury Road, like Furiosa is a, I think, pretty similar to Samus in a lot of ways as a character. I think that movie would be a really good template for a pretty solid Metroid movie. And aside from him, this one might be a hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take, but, uh, Guelmo, uh, wow, oh my God. You wow. tried Del Toro, right? Del What's his I can't even I'm, Del edit Toro. I'm editing that out. Um <laughs> Butchering his name. Yes. I I think that'd be, I don't I feel like that's a hot take and maybe if it was more for like a horror like styled Metroid game or Metroid movie, sorry, but yeah, I think that would be like a really interesting <laughs> movie if he was able to make one. The creature
1: design would be sick at the very least. Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um okay, yeah, I like that question. I I would love to see just a Metroid movie or series in general. Maybe we'll get one if dread and Prime 4 do really well and everyone everyone becomes a Metroid fan and then they want to create, you know, more media, more merchandise, so I totally love to see that. Uh Russell, Russ at Tomes, uh which what's one franchise you'd want to see Samus guest in? Um well, wh- wh- you go first. What do you think would be a good series you'd like to see her appear in?
1: I mean, I think everyone knows what I'm going to say, but, like, I would love to see <laughs> at least a costume in Doom Eternal. Like, obviously that's never going to happen, but, like, I mean, my two favorite franchises crossing over, like, would be super cool, because I, I don't think Slayer's going to happen in Smash, unfortunately. I know. I know to all the Slayer fans that, you know, that's hard <laughs> to hear, but I, I, I think his time is up, unfortunately. But, yeah. Other than that, um, I don't know. Maybe, like... I don't know, maybe like Mass Effect or something like that. I feel like those two universes could like cross over mm. in some way.
0: Okay, yeah, so you're trying to you're trying to throw her into like a big story like kind of game. Like would she be like in a canon game, like a canon mass effect game? I, I
1: was thinking more just like maybe like a Zero Suit costume or something like okay. that. But I mean maybe maybe it could be like a Starling kind of deal where they like yeah. find some deal to like you know, to put like Samus in the actual story.
0: That'd be cool. I think, I don't know how they would do that. Maybe she's just like a side character for like a quest or something or a mission. It might be cool. Um, For this one, I was thinking I've always wanted Samus to show up in Soul Calibur. So like, you know, you had like Link for Soul Calibur 2 and all the other guest characters and many other, so almost every Soul Calibur game at this point. I thought Samus would be super sick. It would be like one of the many characters, but definitely specifically one of the few characters from Nintendo that I think would work really well in a fight like a traditional not traditional because it is like a 3d fighter but in that kind of fighting game sphere not just like in a platform fighter like smash i think she would work really well in a traditional fighter you know something like tekken or soul Calibur, and they have those guest characters already and this is a different series but you know in dead or alive on i believe it was the 3ds or, or you know whatever it was they had that like other m stage and ridley shows up and then samus like power bombs it and whatever I yeah. thought they were going to have, like, Samus be a character in that, and that ended up not happening. I was kind of disappointed, because I think she'd be really cool in that as well. So, you know, a guest character in one of those fighting game series, I've, I've always wanted that for Samus. I think that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah, the thing with Dead or Alive, though, is because that was done by Team Ninja, who also did Other rem. So I feel like right. that was why they were able to get um, that little Samus cameo in there in Dio, the Pyrosphere stage. So I don't know how that would work with another game, but, you know, I'd be totally down for it. It, I, it would actually get me to play
0: Soul Calibur. You should play Soul Calibur, man. Soul Calibur's awesome. I'm just, I'm uh, really
1: bad. I'm really bad at any fighting games that, like, actually uses command inputs. I need fake fighting games like Smash for me to, like, have this illusion that I'm somewhat good at, you know, fighters.
0: <laughs> that's the thing, is everyone starts bad at fighting games like that. That's how I, that's how you learn. Everyone starts bad. But anyway, I, I would love to show you some Soul Calibur. That'd be cool. Maybe if Samus gets in one day. Um, I like the custom to...
1: character creator, I'll say that at least. Yes.
0: I I spent a lot of time in in the recent Soul Calibur that came out in the Custom creator because you could use that in like ranked fights for a while. That was pretty cool. Um, next one, Majora Master. sent us a question that says, would you like to see a Metroid game in the future where you play as a different character than Samus? I feel like we might have we might have talked about that on the show previously, but I would I I'm not against it. I'm totally down for a game where you know, Samus is not the main character, or, I mean, we've already played a, a, you know, Federation Force exists, and (laughs) Samus is not the main character, she's one of the bad guys in that game, spoilers. Um, But even if it's like a main game, I would definitely be down where Samus isn't the main character anymore. That said, I don't think there's really a reason to to change it up, I still think she has a lot more games under her belt. What do you think?
1: Yeah, pretty much what you said, like, you know, like, I would obviously rather a game starring Samus, but, you know, if you can create a, a really good story that makes sense in the lore with, um, you know, with original characters, then, yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd be totally down for that. Good ge- good game comes first and foremost.
0: Definitely agree. I think if the gameplay is, like, true to Metroid or, you know, works with the formula or, you know, it, evol- it evolves it, it grows upon what's come before, it takes it to a new level, it's still fun, still a Metroid game, I'm totally down with that. And it doesn't necessarily have to be Samus that you're you're playing as for it to be a good Metroid game or one I'd want to play. So Anthony Higgs, agree.
1: solo adventure, let's go! Yes, I'm definitely Admiral down. Admiral Dane uh, as your sidekick, the true Chads of the uh, Galactic Federation. Let's do it, Nintendo. You know you want to.
0: Admiral Dane, it would be great for like a Metroid RTS game. Like he would be perfect for that. Oh, I'd be down yeah. for that. As
1: like as like kind of like the um, the uh, world announcer, like when you're placing down like objects and stuff like that.
0: Could be. I'm I'm thinking of like one of the main characters. You kind of play as them, and they have like you know, it's like Starcraft, where they show up on the bottom and say stuff, and they have like a special thing. They might even he might even be a unit on the field, kind of like kind of like Captain Dane. Cutter in like Halo Wars. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Exactly. I would be totally down. And, and speaking of of spinoffs, uh, Laurel Legend Tony, you get to design the next Metroid spinoff for the Nintendo Switch. He asks, "What kind of game is it?" Um, I mean, there's so many different kind of Metroid spinoffs I would want to have. I think like a Metroid RPG would be so cool. I would love like a third person shooter. I would totally love, you know, another Hunter style game, but we were just talking about RTS games. I honestly think a Metroid RTS would, would be interesting. I don't know how they do it, but maybe they use like all the different creatures as units, like the different Metroids as units too. And I, I don't know if they could make a Metroid RTS work, I would totally play that.
1: Yeah, I think a Metroid RTS, um, I feel like there's enough, like, you know, enough, like, general units in general to make that work in terms of, like, a good spinoff. Otherwise, I mean, I would say Metroid Prime Hunters 2, where it's just a straight-up first-person shooter, um, multiplayer-focused, I think, you know. I know Andy would probably disagree with us, but, you know, <laughs> I would be down, you know, I would be down to see that as, like, another kind of spinoff type of game. And uh, otherwise, uh, give us Metroid Kart.
0: Metroid Kart. I think they would probably just put Samus and Ridley in Mario Kart. I want to see like Ridley squished into like one of those one of those like basic generic Mario karts and he just like has no Let's room and he's like up at his face, you know. That's what I want. Literally like
1: blocking his eyes like, That's just, what I'm like saying. like his like yeah. stout is like in between his legs like give it to me.
0: Yeah, I definitely want that for Mario Kart. I think actually that would be better than Metroid Kart because you know I want to see Samus and and Ridley driving alongside. Like all I want to see Ridley driving
1: the Mercedes Benz. Let's do it.
0: That's what, exactly yes. I want to see him in the Mercedes Benz on Baby Park. Absolutely, and he does like tricks and he's flapping his wings. That that that's money right there. Maybe we'll dude, see. Dude, Ridley. Dude, a, a Ridley years. glider. There you go. Dude, it Dude, he wouldn't need a glider. He would. He would just—I mean—you could have. He just opens the wings. He just (laughs) opens his wings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That'd be so sick. Um, I would love that. They definitely gotta put uh, Samus and Ridley. I almost said Metroid. They gotta put. (laughs) They just have a the baby Metroid, like just floating and the and just controlling the cart somehow. I would be down for that. So I I would like this. Maybe I'd like to see that more than any Metroid spinoff, and that might happen. They might go just for more additions to Mario Kart. Anyway, uh, next one. Um, I wasn't sure if I was gonna read this one off. Gameworm, Game Worm, why are you called Omega Metroid, but your logo is an Alpha Metroid? That is a good question. That is a very good question. One I don't have the answer for, but I wanted to read the question anyway. Because I wanted your voice to be heard. Any thoughts? Technically, technically,
1: <laughs> it's not even an Alpha Metroid. It's, um, you know, it's, a uh, because the Alpha Metroid has, like, the little fangs in front of its face. This is like the the form before that, the basic form, like the adolescent form, I guess, is what right. you call it, because it's not really a baby anymore.
0: The larva, the larva form. Uh, it's not an Omega Metroid, that's for sure. So, maybe we'll have to we'll have to send a note to HR or whoever is in control of that to to get that changed um focus wombat stealing from another podcast you got a replay one remake one and erased one from existence super metroid metroid fusion and metroid prime wow that's a challenge right there you want me to go first or do you think you can you have what it takes to step up to the plate
1: uh you can go for a little first i need to tell my roommate <laughs> to be quiet for uh real quick one sec
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh all right so i'm gonna go first here got a replay one, a remake one and a race one from existence Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion and Metroid Prime. Wow. That's difficult. Well, I'm going to say that I don't think I don't think Metroid Prime needs to be remade and it certainly can't be erased. So that's going to be a replay. So Metroid Prime is replay one for me. Um now do I remake super metroid or do i remake metroid fusion ah and he's gonna hate me for this one but i gotta remake metroid fusion and erase super metroid okay that's my that's my answer i'm i'm sure that i'm going to be hated in some way shape or form for that but i'm going to replay metroid Fu- prime i'm going to remake metroid fusion and i'm going to erase super metroid <laughs> so that's my answer
1: i plead the fifth
0: You gotta answer! No, you gotta answer, man.
1: Uh, gun to my head. Okay, so we got Prime, Super, Fusion, Replay, Remake,
0: and, uh, Kill-Off. Hmm. Okay. It was hard. It was not easy for me to come to that decision.
1: Okay, um... I'm gonna replay Prime. And see, I'm down to remake either of these. It's just, like, it's the killing part, obviously, that's the hardest, and... You gotta do it, man. All right, here's the thing. You know how much I love Metroid Fusion. It's, you know, AM2R aside, it's my second favorite Metroid game. But I just I just don't have it in me to kill off Super Metroid, so I, I have to kill Fusion. I, I cannot, I can't kill Super Metroid. It's too, It's too influential to the genre as a whole, and even though it's not my favorite, like... It is the reason that we have so many amazing Metroid games today, in large part, and so as much as I love Fusion, I I just can't bring myself to kill it, so we're remaking Super, even though it doesn't really need to be remade, and I'm going to have some fun replaying Prime, but without the Fusion suit, because it no longer exists, apparently.
0: I don't know, I think Super could be certainly down for a remake, I wouldn't be against that we'll see, but yeah, I'm not surprised you went that path. But both of us did play, re- uh, did pick replay Metroid Prime, so that one's good to go. It, it, though I will replay it on mouse and keyboard because that's the way to go. Uh, next one, this is from this is from Andy. So, <laughs> uh, questions submitted to Andy, and it's specifically for you, and it's, so I'm not allowed to answer this one because uh, <laughs> I think I've answered this at least once or twice on the show already, so that makes sense. Uh question for Doom, what does your ideal Metroid movie look like? So you can build off of what you said earlier or you can go another route. But what does your ideal movie look like?
1: So my ideal movie would be a retelling of Samus's origin story um leading into or if not including Zero Mission. That's basically how I would do it. It would start with Sa- it would start with Samus basically leaving the galactic federation and different events would lead to like quick flat because i don't want to like spend too much time on like the origin story i want to go into like the main event and then like different things would like um do quick like um transfers back to like previous stuff with samus in the federation samus growing up on zebes samus on k2l and lessons that she learned that applied to her in real life and it would have her growing as a character and learning lessons throughout the course I've heard Venture on Zevis, and that's basically how I would frame it. Um, yeah, I'm not really... I'm not I'm not a good movie maker, I'm a music major, so... Uh, <laughs> props, to all, props to all the real ones out there who are writing, like, two 300-page scripts, because I can barely do a 20-page script without pulling my hair out, so yeah.
0: So both you and Andy, I think, would go the, the origin story route, which... I mean, I think that makes total sense. I wouldn't do it, but... I think that's kind of what you have to do when you're introducing, you know, an IP to a new medium. So
1: one one I thing I will high. note, one thing I will note, I also wouldn't have it set in the game canon. I would have it set in its own like original timeline so that way you have more creative freedom to be able to adapt new ideas and stuff like that. Cuz I don't oh. cuz if you put it in the game canon, that would severely limit like, you know, the creativity and possibilities that you can do with it and so
0: I feel like you'd make a lot of the fans mad though just start coming up with your own canon. But I guess that... I feel like... I, it depend, I depends what you yeah. alter.
1: Although, knowing the yeah. internet, I'm sure some people would get mad eventually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> eventually. No, but I, I think that'd be cool. And I think including, like, parts of Zero Mission, you gotta do that as well. But I've always thought, like, having another story that wasn't the origin and then saving that for, like, a prequel down the road is, 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 is the move. But I'm not making Metroid movies. Maybe one day. I could see, um, like, a
1: little short film that, like maybe leads up into like one of the games something like that i know like i know like a bunch of other like halo 3 is like the the big one that i'm thinking of the neil blomkamp like uh short film series where they're tracking master chief falling down onto the earth like that's a really good like little short film not not a movie obviously but i could see like something like that leading into like maybe metroid prime 4 or some other game
0: yeah, I mean, he was going to do, I think, a Halo movie, and those yeah. were kind of like tests for it or related to that. That would have been so cool. I yeah, you can it. actually,
1: you can actually see the battle rifle um, models in uh, District Nine, I believe, but they're all repainted to yes. so, like avoid copyright.
0: I was gonna say District Nine has some of those assets, and that's also an awesome movie. So it's a phenomenal think, movie. Yeah. oh my gosh. one of my one of my favorite movies of all time, District. Cannot 9. 9. wait Definitely for District it. Ten. By the way, yes, is that actually happening? He he posted it on Twitter that he
1: um, he and his wife are uh, writing the script currently, at least the first draft. So they at no, least yeah. want to
0: make it. No, it's not good. if it does happen. that's not happened for a long time. So I guess I'll just have to rewatch the the original again, and I have no problem doing so because it is an awesome movie. I
1: waited 19 years for Metroid Five. I think <laughs> I can wait for District 10.
0: Yeah, definitely. I can wait 40 years. Uh, I don't want to say that because that might be how long it takes for it to come out um the metroid trainer sends us a question that says i got a wacky question if you had to choose which metroid creature would you eat hmm i i was i did i did a glimpse at this one before i we started recording i mean i glimpsed at all of them obviously but this one i looked at a little longer than the others because i was like hmm, i wonder like what organisms would taste the best and if you could cook metroids or not because they're like pretty much they're they're pretty gelatinous you know." So like what would happen if you threw them on the pan? you throw them on the uh the good old uh cast iron? What happens? I don't know what do you think? What are you trying to eat? Um
1: I feel like honestly, I feel like Grenchlers and Shigoth probably have some really good meat in them, so I feel like putting those Ooh. on the grill. I feel like that's you know the best option to go. Hopefully they don't have any like you know talon or ether wildlife disease or anything like that, but yeah that's my that's my go to option that I'm, I'm I feel pretty strongly about. I know what I wouldn't eat for sure, and that's the uh, the Zoomers and the Gamers, because that just sounds like a bad time in
0: general. Yeah, I, well, I'm thinking the She-Goth steaks would be good, but they're all, like, you know, they live in the cold, so I feel like they might be, like, freezer burnt. Like, they might not, they might be a bit tough, so I'm not sure how that kind of meat would be. I'm trying to think, like, uh, which creatures might have more, like, better meat to eat, I guess, and I'm thinking uh, the one something from, like, magmore Caverns. The the big the magmores themselves, right? I feel like magmore meat because it's already kind of cooked. And <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like I think that would be something that would be pretty tasty. So that's what I would. I mean, I don't know how I would get it. It might be a bit difficult, but I think you just you gotta know, get your own power work. suit. Exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to get something to get me that magmore meat, and I would definitely have some magmore burgers or something. That that sounds good.
1: More magmore, please. Okay, I'll start. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, going back to my original thing, what do you think Metroids would taste like? Like, let's say you got some Metroid, served to you, like, I'm thinking it's kind of like escargot. Like, that kind of consistency. I don't know.
1: So, when I think of Metroids, I think of jellyfish, and when I think of jellyfish, I think of Spongebob. So, I imagine they're just producing, like, jam in, like, the Spongebob universe. That's, like, the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, you ever been to,
0: like, the- you ever been to the beach and you, like, you see kind of, like, jellyfish- on the on the beach itself kind of washed up and just Mm -hmm. essentially just jello pretty much like that's what i'm expecting i don't know if i I feel like i'd be eating jello essentially like just nasty jello i feel like metroid
1: i feel like metroid hides would be a lot tougher though because like to kill them you have to freeze them first you can't just like you can't just like shoot them and they just explode so i feel like they have much tougher hide than they appear
0: yeah i guess maybe you'd want to cook a not just like an infant metroid or maybe something else it depends. I'm sure the cooking style would change depending on the type of. Metroid. It would have to be a
1: popsicle because if you cook it, like it's just, it's just gonna kill you.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, maybe one day we'll find out what that tastes like. Maybe Nintendo will release uh, some Metroid flavored Pringles or something one day. We will got to taste them. Uh, That's an instant uh, combo. I'd be down. <laughs> Captain Redbeard uh says or asks rather. Do you guys prefer the visuals of the 3D side-scrollers like Sam's Returns and Metroid Dread, or the traditional 2D art style of Super Metroid, Zero Mission, and Fusion? What do you think? What do you prefer?
1: At the moment, I prefer the pixelated art styles of those classic games, but honestly, Metroid Dread might get me to change my mind just because... And again, I've really only seen that debut trailer, but even that debut trailer looks so gorgeous and um there there's so many different ways that you can utilize the camera that you just can't do in a in a pixel art game. And so, dread might get me to change my mind, but I actually need to play it for myself before I can be the judge of that. And also um Bloodstained Ritual of the Night and uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze like both of those games not Metroid games obviously, but I would consider them roughly the same being that one's a spiritual successor of a pixelated Castlevania game and yada yada. But yeah. They do so many unique things with the camera that it's just impossible for the 2d environment that genuinely changes the gameplay for the better it makes it more dynamic and interesting and so dread already looks like it's going down a similar route and so i wouldn't be surprised if jed changes my mind on that but for now i'm gonna stick with my pixel 2d art because pixel 2d art is absolutely gorgeous
0: I I agree with everything you said, except I'm already convinced I'm already on the the 3D visuals side. I just, I completely agree with everything you said. I think Metroid Dread looks phenomenal and is right now the best looking like pure 2D Metroid. Like if we're not counting other M because... Other M looked pretty decent. You know, look pretty solid. I would say Prime. Worth, I would say
1: Prime two and three look better than Other M. But
0: that's well, I was talking so about just... like two D like ish games. Like if we're uh, strictly two okay. D. Like if we're going for all Metroid games, yeah, I think the Prime games look the best, of course. But um if we're going for like two D games, and even if we were including Other M, which I wouldn't, you know, Other M uh, has pretty solid visuals, and uh, especially on the Wii. But if we're just going just for two D games, I think treat like, out regardless dread is the best looking one. I, I think the graphics look absolutely awesome like just the style is really cool and just the how it like i like i love like the use of lighting and like you said the cameras like the stuff you can do with the camera is something you cannot do with a 2d style and it allows you to kind of i don't know the 3d visuals just give the the characters a, like the chance to be more expressive right and yeah. you get more impact and emotion out of stuff so I've i've always like preferred that like it really allows it to give everything more like life and and character and uh, that kind of stuff is, is really goes a long way in making a game I think just a lot of fun maybe even immersive so I love how Metroid Dread looks I think it looks incredible I love especially for like the, you know for a Switch 2D like a, a 2D action game on the Switch I think it looks pretty solid and I think the cutscene's looking great uh, especially from like the, some of the stuff in the new trailer looks really really good and doesn't it doesn't feel like it's limited because of like the perspective or the visuals whereas like the 2d games they do look great like the purely 2d like pixel games look great but they're also certainly held back by like the technology at the time like their style and and their perspective and i think you know had they had the opportunity to do what they can do now they probably would have so and i think it would have maybe even made for a better looking game so i am 100 percent on the, the 3D visual side, I think Dread looks like even, like, obviously it looks way better than, like, even Samus Returns because I was on the 3DS. But I think they've really kind of upped their game in terms of using, like, different angles and perspective and making the game look even more cinematic and and using lighting and, and emphasizing different visuals in the background. And, like, it looks looks fantastic. And I think they've really, uh, Mercury Steam has really stepped their game up in making the game, like, translate really well into this kind of environment, uh, in this 3D side-scroller adventure, I don't know, I think it looks great, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to Dread, I think that it's, it's really purely, like, convinced me that, like, I, this is the kind of, like, Metroid, like, 2D side-scroller that I want, so I'm very much looking forward to it. So, next question, Chris06, um, so this is one I think we've talked about a little bit, and it's still something on my mind as well. So I figured we include it. Uh, Chris O six. After all that we've seen so far, do you still think Nintendo should have made a Dread a DS game? I find it hard to imagine the hardware hardware doing the scale and scope of Dread Justice, but I'm curious to hear others' opinions. So uh, yes. No. yeah, you don't you don't think so? No, you think no, they, not they at shouldn't?
1: all. Clearly, here's the thing: if if it should have been a DS game then Sakamoto would have made it. The reason he didn't make it is because it was not the game he wanted to make. And so we are and now we're finally getting the game that he's always wanted to make. And so you know, as hard as that wait was, <laughs> saying it was hard is quite the understatement. It was an excruciating weight. We didn't even hell, we didn't even think that this game was ever even going to come out, but you know, Yeah, it shouldn't have came out. Yeah, that's basically going to be my answer. It shouldn't have came out on the DS because that wasn't the game Sakamoto wanted to make. This is the game that he wanted to make, and we're finally getting that original vision. And at least so far, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the Other M type of original vision. It seems like it's going to be a really good type of original vision, if not exceeding that. So, yeah, that's my simple answer.
0: Yeah, I think this is kind of multifaceted, because for one thing, I do think it was it was possible. Like, I think they absolutely could have done a Dread, like Metroid Dread on the DS. I, I'm thinking they really kind of didn't is because of the fact that there's a gap between the two screens, and even though I think it would have been really cool to have the Emmy going from the top screen to the bottom screen, maybe they just thought it wasn't good to like lose sight of the Emmy, or having the Emmy go over that gap, I'm not sure. But I think that would have been a great game to show off the the DS technology, like having going through all these areas having an enemy chase you from screen to screen up and down and you're dealing with other stuff you could tap on the screen to make things happen against the enemy i think it would have been great and they did try to make it like a couple times it's not like it wasn't like they they didn't try to make it on the ds it seemed like they did and they weren't happy with how it was going to go but i'm not sure it really stopped it cuz at the end of the day i think it absolutely was possible so it, it would have been
1: it would have been possible but If we got Metroid Dread on the DS, it would have been Metroid Dread with concessions. The Metroid Dread we're getting today is Metroid Dread not only without concessions, but with new additions that Sakamoto has had time to think up over, you know, the last decade and a half. Plus the input of Mercury Steam, who's probably given Sakamoto ideas that he never even considered, that he enjoyed and wants to use those to make the game even better than, you know, he originally planned. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the 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 Switch is... This is absolutely the right platform for Dread. I would not, as painful as the wait was, like now that we're actually here and it's a month away almost, I I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it at all. I'm happy that we're getting Dread on the Switch, and the fact that we're waiting it makes it all that much special. If Dread if Dread came out on the DS, like it'd probably be a good game, but it would be another Metroid game that we're talking about. Metroid Dread is like yeah. a myth that's come to life.
0: Yeah, I I don't agree, man. I really don't. I think it would have been awesome to have it on the DS because it should have come out after Fusion and Zero Mission. I hated that we waited so long. Like, yeah, it's great to have it now, but it sucked that we waited so long. And sure, like it's good now, it'll it'll be better on the Switch compared to would have, would have been on the DS, but it had it come out on the DS, we might have still gotten way more Metroid games. It wouldn't have had other M and had to wait so long for other Metroid games. And now we'd have another game on the Switch that might not be Metroid Dreaded, but it would be another Metroid game informed by all the all those games that came before it, plus Dread on the DS. So yeah, I definitely don't agree with that. I would have loved to have had Dread come out on the DS. I'm glad it's finally coming out now on the Switch. And obviously, you know, it's great that it's going to be getting all the advancements we have in technology these days and it's going to be a much better game than had it come out in the 2000s on the ds for sure but had it come out in the ds on you know in the 2000s we probably still have another kind of metroid game on the switch today that might even be better than the dread we have now so who knows you know that's that's all a bunch of what ifs i do think though it would have been great on the ds and would have been great on that technology it might not have been as you know the good graphically of course but it's cuz it's on a console now 10 years later i still think it would have been awesome we might not have had another m situation we might have had a you know continuous awesome metroid games coming out instead of the long wait we had for almost a decade so yeah i'm going to disagree i think it would have been awesome to have dread on the ds i think it would have been great on that technology maybe it didn't line up exactly with how we liked it and that's why we didn't get it and so you know, it is what it is. But I would have loved to have had like ME fights going from the top screen to the bottom screen, maybe, you know, doing things against the ME using your touch screen and fighting that. I think it would have been awesome. And I, I, I hated how it took so long to get another true like 2D Metroid, even like on a portable or pseudo portable platform like the Switch or whatever, and you know, having something like that. I don't know. I would. Mean, I, I hated the wait, but I'm glad we're getting it. But yeah, I would think it would have been great on the DS, and I do think it should have come out on the DS if it if it was possible.
1: I can't go that far just solely on the fact that I I've never played any of those uh, Dread prototypes, so it's you know hard for me to say like oh yeah I yeah, should have released it. So, you know if maybe maybe I played the proto prototype and you know I go actually you know what maybe this could work on DS, but just based off just based solely off Sakamoto, he clearly wasn't wasn't yeah. satisfied with the way it turns out, and just on that I'm just kind of going with my answer now, but
0: yeah. Well that's the thing. If if it was if at the end of the day if he wasn't happy with how it was gonna work on the DS, then you know what? It's probably for the best. So it is what it is. I would have loved to have seen what those prototypes were though, and I oh, wonder if those exist yeah. in any kind of form at some point. Like I I would love to see what they were not happy with and I and wanna see the I dread prototypes. Mention,
1: yeah. I wanna see um the previous version of Metroid Prime four, whatever that looked like. Um, (laughs) Oh, I don't even think that was a
0: playable game, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to see, um, I'm not sure if it got past uh, the concept art stages at all, but if it did, I want to see what Next Level's original Metroid game was going to be before they worked on uh, Luigi's Mansion and then uh, Federation Force afterwards. Yeah, I want to see all that stuff.
0: It has to be somewhere. We, I mean, those would all be in different places, but yeah, those kind of, like, cut content kind of stuff. I love the cut content we did. Uh, those episodes for like metroid prime and others and yeah getting those the hands on those demos even just one of the metroid dread demos like i'm sure it was just like this janky like metroid fusion kind of thing and it you know probably wasn't really that great it's probably underwhelming <laughs> so maybe we're just like hoping for something that's not crazy but i would love to see that i love like the history of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and you know honestly you know you you go make a good point or you mentioned uh metroid prime 4 and what that would have looked like I'm curious to see like what might be salvaged from like that original development cycle, and maybe what we learned from what you know originally happened. Because I would love to finally get like an actual story of the full Metroid Prime Four development.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Liam Robertson, get on that. <laughs> I'll donate to your Patreon.
0: <laughs> Need that. Um, Focus Wombat asking a question here. How do you think the Dread Various suit stacks up to previous designs? So I'm assuming you know Focus Wombat means like just the the standard. Suit that we've seen, like the blue, white, and red. I mean, we don't know if like the. I think he's. I think he's talking about the new. Or he's the, on, the actual or, the yellow suit, one, the orange. Okay. Yeah, the orange and yellow okay. one. Uh, you can go first. What do you What are you thinking about this Various suit stacking up to the previous ones?
1: Um, I like it. It looks unique. Um, but it's not my favorite personally. I still think the um the prime one and two varias are probably my favorite. I also um, I also um really like the um the Samus Returns very suit quite a bit. Um, this new one, I don't know, I think the power suit looks better, but I feel like I'm in the minority on that opinion. Everyone else I've talked to thinks the Varia suit looks better than the power suit, but... I don't know, I think the blue and white combo just looks better, um, than the, uh, I don't know, the orange-yellow and white combo. But, like, it still looks fine. I don't- I don't dislike it by any means. It's better than the other M suit.
0: <laughs> yeah, by a long shot. No, I actually agree with you. I think the power suit looks much better than the Varia suit, I- agree that the the color scheme works a lot better and it does kind of feel more like the fusion suit the 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 gold or yellow and white it's kind of weird it's it's definitely not my favorite so, i'm sure it'll it's grow not,
1: on me as i play the game yeah
0: i'm sure i'll i'll get used to it once i get uh the next upgrade or so and don't have to worry i won't have to worry about it so <laughs> yeah but it's not um, like the
1: power suit where it's like the second i saw that i'm like yo i love this suit like
0: yeah i love i i really like the dread power suit i think it's a really cool evolution of the fusion suit though i do wish it still had like those you know the scythes or like the blades or whatever on her arm and i i i wish it was a little more organic looking like i actually wish we even got like at least a cutscene or i mean i know there are like an actual sequence or something where we get a little more of the fusion suit, like the original fusion suit. Just yeah, not like, so cool. not like
1: stills, but like an animated cutscene. Yeah, like exactly.
0: Yeah, an animated cutscene or even like a bit of gameplay where you have the actual regular fusion suit. I think it would have been really cool because it's just an awesome design, one of my favorite uh, Samus suit designs. But I like the, the regular power suit. I think it's a cool evolution of that. I just wish it still had more of its organic components. Like, it, it does, it does feel like it has some, but like it comes in... It doesn't look the same kind of organic as the Fusion suit from Fusion, if that makes sense. So um, I'm still a big fan of it. I do like the original power suit. The color scheme for the, uh, the next various suit, not my favorite, but I think it's pretty cool. And yeah, like you said, I think it'll grow on me once I'm actually playing the game.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
0: and I'm going to actually let Andy ask another question here. I'm going to break the rules <laughs> and give him another question. Um. actually, I take that back. I already broke my rule because I just realized that I read a second Focus Wombat question, so uh, I'm going to break my rule again. FBI, open up! <laughs> and, <laughs> and it is going to be, Andy, one more time here with another question. Do you think some of the mystique of the Chozo will be lost now that we're seeing them in person for the first time? Um. Yes, I do think we will, and I think that's kind of the point, right? I think the the Chozo have been a mystery for The game's entire story, you know, and they've been this kind of background element that, you know, shows up in different ways throughout the story and gameplay, but overall have been kind of, you know, foundational, but not right in the spotlight. And that mystique, I think, has been really cool and integral to their character, but eventually you do need, I think, some payoff to the mystery, right? You can't constantly keep it a mystery. And I think by now, it's the perfect time to, you know, once Samus returns, has kind of teased it, and we've had the Chozo be a mysterious element in Metroid for so long. I think now is a fine time and a good time to, un- you know, un- you know, reveal the-, the Chozo a bit more, pull back the curtain a little bit, kind of get rid of some of that mystique and really show us what the Chozo are about or what they're about now. So, yeah, I do think that uh it, it will you know lose some of that mystique but i think that's a good thing i think it's a, a good progression of the story overall and i want to learn more about the chozo after all this time so that's how i'm feeling how do you think
1: uh, i agree to an extent um because i mean the fact that we're seeing we're going to be seeing live chozo basically that in and of itself is going to lose a bit of that mystique because they're no longer this long this long extinct ancient species with huge technological prowess we're finally gonna see them in person and interact with them to some degree but I honestly don't think it's gonna lose that mystique just because the chozo aren't a monolith you know they're every chozo colony that we see has a very different civilization different technology different structures than than the other than the other ones we've seen um obviously the chozo and samus return seem to be uh don't seem to have the best intentions whereas the other interpretations of the chozo that we've seen seem to be this kind of like enlightened species trying to benefit the good of the galaxy and so we're and so dread is just going to be another specific section of the chozo where it's not the chozo species as a whole and so yeah to like i said to a degree it will it will make the chozo seem less of like i don't know what the word I'm looking for i kind of lost my train of thought but yeah yeah, Mysterious. but basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically, okay, TLDR, basically Chozo tribes are, the, all the Chozo tribes are separate, and um, because we're only seeing the one in Dread, I don't think that's going to demystify the Chozo at all. Does that make sense?
0: No, oh, I definitely get what you're saying. I, 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 I'm with you there, like, I do think that they will they will lose some Mystique, but I agree that there will still, you know, there there will still be some left afterward, and throughout mm-hmm. the remaining games. Um, I mean, rather, I, I agree that, like, yeah, there are different tribes and whatnot, so it's not going to be representative of, the, of all the Chosa. But I do think we are getting to a point where these are going to be a good sample of all the Chosa. Like, they're clearly, regardless of what, like, tribe you're in, there are clearly some Chosa that are good and clearly some Chosa that aren't good. And I think that's going to be, like, going, that's going to be spanning tribes. It's not going to be necessarily, um, you know, group to group. I think you're going to end up being in one kind or the other at this point. But uh, you know that might be the way they go with the story but i do think there will still be some kind of mystique because regardless what happens in this game i still think you know in a future one you end up on some ancient chozo world and you're still learning even more about something you might not know about in this game through the chozo i i still think that mystique could be there because of that like ancientness of like the chozo we know there still might be some more mysteries that we are you know don't know of regardless of the, the factions that are growing between the two different kinds of Chozo here. So, yeah, I, I think there will still be some mystique, but I do think there will be, a, you know, a loss of that, and I think that's still fine. and Because there are going to, I mean, obviously they're going to be in the forefront in this game, uh, to what extent I don't want to spoil. So it's it's kind of a, a part of where Metroid is going right now. But at the same time, I think by just the nature of what the Chozo are, that there will still be that element of mystique there. So, um, and our, one of our, one of our last questions here, and it might be our last one, Papa Rick. Uh, <laughs> so this is, this might be, this might be tailored to you a bit more. Cause I know you've already been, you've already been avoiding the spoilers. So maybe I'll have, this might just be you showing off your expertise. What will your strategies be for avoiding spoilers when the game comes out? Will you try to play the game nonstop until you beat it, or just take your time? So, what are you gonna do, man? What's your strategy?
1: Oh yeah, the second. So, so not only do I have two special editions pre-ordered, but I, um, yeah, I also have a digital copy pre-ordered, which means the second that that digital copy goes live which i believe i believe they drop at um usually nintendo games drop at 12 p.m eastern standard time which for me in the west coast that's nine o'clock pst so so on uh, not october 8th but technically october 7th for me when nine o'clock hits i'm turning on metroid dread and we're just going full bore through that thing just nonstop until i beat it no internet access nothing we're just gonna we're just gonna power on through maybe take one nap in between but even so no internet (laughs) We're going right through until I beat the game. Uh, I don't have work until October 10th, so I, th- I feel like for a Metroid game and for the time I'm going to dedicate to it, that's plenty of time for me to get at least one playthrough in there. So, yeah, it's, it's, more, so, it's more so everything leading up to that release date that's going to be the real hard part for me, I think. Just because of how much everyone's talking about Dread. The trailer was trending on Twitter when it went up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, uh I mean, they posted, I mean, the trailer thumbnail has spoilers, so not major spoilers, but still, I would, I I just watched it all, like, yeah, whatever, like, I'm going to get spoiled anyway, but I, I really don't know how you kind of stay 100% not spoiled, even you weren't able to stay 100% not spoiled, so it's definitely going to be tougher once you get to launch, I'm going to be, I'm going to be playing as quickly as I can, because I want to, I've been waiting so long for this game, I'm trying to play it. But yeah, I'm also not trying to get spoiled on some other major stuff that even I don't know about cuz I think so far what we've seen hasn't been too crazy spoiler-wise. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, like I'm sure
1: Nintendo isn't going to spoil the entire game, but even still like I just want to experience like as much of this game as I possibly can without any context and just play it for what it is, but you know, if it does, it's not the end of the world. Like I mean, I've gotten spoiled on things before that I still ended up really enjoying, so Will I be disappointed if I get like a major dread spoiler? Yeah, but is it going to like ruin the game for me? No, of course not. That's ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely not. I'm playing this game regardless. No spoiler will stop me from playing it, and no spoiler is going to ruin it. If anything, if I see something awesome that spoils to me, I'm just going to want to play it more because I want to experience it for myself. You know?
1: Yeah. If if anything, and I'm not and I'm not going to say what it is, but the light spoiler that I did get from the trailer, um, it actually it actually kind of worked in my favor because rather than like. Cause cause for me, spoilers are at their worst when they confirm a specific event or resolve a plot line or like or they like reveal a character dies. Those are like the worst kind of spoilers for me. Uh-huh. However, the spoiler that I got was something that just made me ask more questions. So I'm so I'm now in a state where I'm entering Metroid Dread with more questions than I had before. So in a sense, I feel like i know i feel like i know less even though technically i gained more information if that makes sense
0: no that's a perfect way to put it i 100% agree like this isn't something where it's been revealed to you and you're like oh like this is wrapped up something you know it's not like a big major plot thing like this is still like early you know and exactly you put it the, very perfectly now that we know this it completely makes you think all right well if this is true then what is this true is that true could this possibly be happening And it was also the stuff we saw in that trailer are things that were not only hype for a Metroid fan, but look really awesome for someone who might not be a Metroid fan and might be playing this game for the first time and you can see like the reaction people had. like if you don't know who like if if you don't know like what's happening with this game and you see the reaction like these spoilers and all happen like you clearly know it's a big deal and if you saw the trailer you can see how awesome it is regardless of how spoiler it might be even if you don't have the context for what's happening it still looks awesome so I think they've gone the right route and yeah I agree that these aren't like really the worst kind of spoilers it could 100% be worse I think these are kind of the 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 best kind that can kind of get away with. And we're still we're we're closing in on the launch of the game, so they're going to be ramping it up, so I'm not surprised we're getting this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and just a quick PSA to anyone that's uh listening to this. If you uh if you have uh, muted words on Twitter for like, you know, Metroid, um Metroid descriptions, enemies, etc. Uh, I just want to warn you, um, it's not working 100% of the time. One of my muted words I did see appear on the timeline. Luckily, it didn't include a spoiler, or at least I scrolled up before I saw anything that had any spoilers. But yeah, just be on the lookout. Like, if you're on Twitter, even if you have muted words, you're not necessarily safe. Just uh, be careful out there if you're trying to go cold turkey on this one.
0: I've seen some people just straight up say, yeah, I'm quitting i'm quitting twitter i'm not i'm quitting twitter until the game releases i'm like all right see you in 40 Was it 42 41 something something days like we're getting close yeah it's gonna be very difficult and the muting is uh not all you gotta do if you want to stay spoiler free these days so if you are staying spoiler free you're probably gonna have to avoid next week's episode but uh if you don't want to avoid it, you want to join us for some Metroid, definitely do so because Andy will be joining us again next week for some Metroid trailer talk. A big trailer dropped with the big spoilers, as we said, and we're going to be talking about that one. Uh, we got some good questions this week, though, man. I actually see that you you, you asked a question. Uh, I'm scrolling through this. Um, I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, we already know RGT eighty five is streaming Blonde Wonder World, but if Dread hits double those first year sales on the bet six million, should he also hundred percent it? Of course, man. Yes, of course he should 100% absolutely. It. Yeah, um, six million would be great. If <laughs> Jesus, if Dread hits six million sold, that would be awesome. I'm the still series, I,
1: the series is set if it hits six million.
0: Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I'm still setting on you know three to four for first Same. year sales. You know. If it had five total, even six total would be crazy. But first year, that'd be wild. But we'll see. They they're really pushing the game, and he might have to he might have to hundred percent it. He might have to no death flawless it or whatever. Like he's gonna have to he's gonna have to be playing that game. He might become a a blonde wonder world streamer at this point. I was about to say, are we gonna see
1: RGT eighty five at a next year's uh, SGDQ uh, with the, uh, the speed <laughs> run strats?
0: Absolutely, that'd be cool. I'd love to see him do that. Uh, but anyway. We got some awesome questions this week. Thank you, of course, once again, Doom, for joining me. Not only on this episode, but the past few episodes, man. I think we've had a really good time. It's been awesome talking Metroid for with you.
1: Yeah, it's been great. You know, all the all the various topics we, we've uh, covered. And, you know, it's been great filling in for Andy while he's had his uh, much-needed uh, break and his honeymoon and whatnot. But, you know, we can't wait to have Andy back on and, uh, yeah, talk some spoilers that I will very much not be participating in. So, yeah.
0: Yes, we're going to be talking some spoilers, we're going to be talking the new Metroid trailer, there's a lot to talk about, so if you want to talk and listen to some Metroid, well, you know where to find it. This is going to be the oh, the Omega Metroid crew signing off here, thank you so much for tuning in, tell a Metroid fan in your life about the show, or about Metroid. And next week, we'll be bringing back Andy to talk about that trailer and so much more as we get closer and closer to the launch of Metroid Dread. We can't wait. We know you all can't wait. And we're looking forward to getting our hands on the game. So with that all said, thank you all for tuning in. This has been the Omega Metroid Podcast, and we will see you next time.